Hello and welcome to Big Dumb Movie, where we talk about a different Big Dumb Movie every episode. I'm your host, Corey, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Alan. Hello. And Steve. Yo. How you guys doing tonight? I'm good. It's uh, pretty chilly. Chilly Friday night, but I'm good. Chilling on a chilly <laughs> evening. <laughs> it's uh, what, like a cold 60 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> California winters. Yeah. Gotta love it. It actually rained for like a day and a half. I know, interesting, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is that an omen? <laughs> How does this happen? I saw the car wash guy at work today, and he was there till like 3 o'clock. He was there late. And I'm like, didn't it rain the other day? Yeah, the car wash guy's working late? Quick shift, yeah. The last time he showed up after the rains, too. Yeah. Right yeah. after it rained, he, he was there the next day. that wouldn't. Isn't that... It rained. Why would you get your car washed? I don't know, man. We're here to talk about Space Jam, <laughs> goddammit. Right. Space Jam. <laughs> the car wash guy at work. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the car wash guy has seen space jam eddie i doubt eddie has seen space jam <laughs> do you think he listens to this podcast if he does shout out to eddie yeah. shout out number one fan eddie best car wash guy ever <laughs> yeah he's pretty great <laughs> they do a good job all right so space jam space jam is the movie we watched and it is the movie we're here to talk about it was released in 1996 i verified the year okay this is going to be a thing every episode now. Right. <laughs> it was directed by a guy called Joe Pitka. Did you guys look into him at all? Are you familiar with his work? I know his name. I don't remember anything else about his career, though. Alan? I'm not familiar with that name. No? No. Well, he uh, mostly or exclusively directs music videos. Okay. Specifically, it seems like Michael Jackson music videos. Uh. Yeah. So we did like uh, the Free Willy one. I don't know. <laughs> The 80s rock and roll one. Oh, wow. Some other ones. Right. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty good resume. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just interspersed Michael Jackson videos. Yeah. <laughs> did some stuff. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he did uh, this as well. Oh, yeah. And commercials. I'm pretty sure he did some commercials. Okay. Now, I don't know if he actually did the Michael Jordan Looney Tunes commercials that came out before Space Jam. Yeah. But... Those are a thing. That's kind of what prompted this movie. Yeah, those commercials. That's what I was read was those commercials got popular and they were like, "Well, let's just let's people want this. Let's turn it into a movie." You know, some pretty classic marketing right, right. there. One hundred and one. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. let's just make a movie out of it. <laughs> we think people will pay for this, so. Oh, so yeah. let's make a movie. And but, now we have Space Jam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Space Jam made a lot of money. People definitely paid for it. Oh yeah. And those commercials, I never saw actually, but they were supposed to be like a big deal. I must have been too young, but yeah. apparently one of them aired at like the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Wow, I'd forgotten about it. But yeah, they were they were like everyone knew those ads at the time they were airing, and Marvin the Martian was in them, and it was a whole to do. Yeah, <laughs> what would be like the equivalent today, like the current like big commercial? Is there a thing? God, I mean, I think the problem now is there's so many people. 
I, I don't hear about that kind of thing as much. I think so many more people are watching TV on Netflix and Hulu and, and streaming. Yeah, and TV's HBO not Go as big like, as it. What's the most popular YouTube ad right now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the most popular YouTube ad? Right. <laughs> so, you know, people don't like commercials. People really don't like ads no, online. No, in fact, getting an oh, ad ahead ads. of a YouTube video is like a 50-50 shot that I'm just going to not watch the video. Like, wow. if I see an ad come on first, if I'm not really interested in what's coming after, I'll just be like, fuck this, I'm not sending through the ad. <laughs> the ad makes me not want the product. <laughs> right, Chris, we're going to say this and then try to put ads on these videos. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out to Nike. <laughs> right? Space Jam. Someone give us an endorsement deal so we don't need ads. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be really lucky if that happened. I don't predict it happening, but no. maybe. <laughs> no, neither do I. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Warner Brothers. <laughs> right. What, what? Yeah, they're not going to be happy after hearing this, I don't no. think. No, I, I don't think I have a single positive thing really to say about this film. <laughs> <laughs> I have some okay things to say. Right, well, that's good. One of the three of us has some okay things to say. That's, that's, that's good overall. That's yeah, good. there might be a kind word later, but yeah. That's Look, the most it's, that's going to happen. It's a D plus, you know, if that makes you feel any better about it. <laughs> so we got Joe Pitka. He was the director. Uh, Ivan Reitman was a producer. You guys know that name? I'm oh, sure you do. Oh, God, yeah. I don't understand why he would have been involved with Space Jam, but whatever. I don't know that name. Who you know, was he, Steve? Reitman was a producer. He also did the Ghostbusters films and so, a ton of other stuff. Exactly. He did, like, Ghostbusters, that was, like, the big one. And two. He also produced, I wrote a couple things down here. Baywatch. You guys remember that movie? God, came yeah, out last year. I did not know that. Oh, the one with The Rock and Zac Efron? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ivan Reitman. Did you blow all your it, money, Ivan Reitman? <laughs> uh, also, Junior. Have you guys ever heard of the, the movie one Junior? where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant? Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very progressive film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Disturbia. Yeah, that was a remake of uh, Weird Window with uh, Shia the Beef in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, Ghostbusters, but also 2016's Ghostbusters as well. So. <sighs> He's done more harm than good. Someone's going to hear this and accuse me of being like a massive misogynist. It was just a bad movie. Can't it just be a bad movie? Why no, does it, it have to be like a political thing? No, we're going to do an episode on that movie. I hate it. Right? Like, it, it didn't have anything to do with the fact that the cast was all female. It was just bad. Why? You have clearly caught some flack for this already. Yes, I have. Absolutely. You're super defensive. <laughs> right? I'm all going into this with my fists up. <laughs> yeah. it's well, like, you know, I'm not a misogynist. You know I swear. Complain. I mean, that's what the internet does, right? Right. They complain about everything now. Yeah. Oh, they man. sure do. <laughs> so let's talk to you Back first, Alan. To Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam. What's your experience with it, Alan? Do you have any memories? Uh, what was your exposure? Not a lot. I remember as a kid having it on vhs but not my my friend had it i remember it on vhs and i remember watching it like once but i didn't really see the whole movie until the other day Mm. so i knew of it and i know i've seen scenes and i knew it existed and the website's still up somehow (laughs) yes (laughs) so if you go to spacejam.com it will redirect you to the warner brothers archived website wherein you can see the original space jam website and it just looks like shit it looks like the first website you've ever been to it looks like that like back in the 90s yeah because it was designed at that time and they left it basically untouched i'm surprised it even works on modern browsers (laughs) (laughs) some solid web design man (laughs) Yeah, so that website still exists, and I knew of the movie, and 
like I said, I remember seeing parts of it, but I never watched the whole thing. Hmm. Steve? Uh, my my parents, God love them, for some strange reason, took my brother and I to see this in a theater when it came out. Like, I, I, I remember exactly where we saw it, and I cannot believe they sat all the way through it without... Like, I mean, my mother to this day will mention it in an, in an unfavorable way to me every once in a while. I was like, you remember seeing Space Jam? You know, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, and I mean, I you know, my memory of seeing it in the theater, I would have been thirteen, was that it was more or less entertaining. I don't remember disliking it at the time. I don't remember loving it. I think my brother, who's four years younger, liked it a little more than I did. But um, man, it has, it did not play well in retrospect. I don't think, on on all honesty, I think this might be the third time I've ever seen the film. I mean, the second time was on home video, like a year and a half after it came out. I don't think I've seen it since then. That would have been what night late ninety seven. So, (laughs) well, my childhood memories consist of me playing with action figures and Space Jam being on in the background. (laughs) I saw Space Jam many, many times in my life to the point where, like, I could was able to quote it as we were watching it subconsciously. That's right. You were you knew the dialogue. (laughs) That was impressive. (laughs) I think I saw this in theaters. I was a I must have been ten when it came out, and I liked it as a kid too. I thought it was pretty good, but my opinions of things as a kid were, it was always like, I see something I'm like, yeah, it was pretty good. I, when I was a kid, I remember I liked the movie The Fisher King. I've, oh, yeah. I've never seen that as an adult, but I was really young. I must have been like six, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, that's just how I was about any movie. <laughs> I never saw a movie and I was like, that was bad. Right. I was like, okay, it's pretty good. And Space Jam was right in that category. We had a lot of the Space Jam toys in my house as a kid, oh, nice. but we just had the shitty Space We had the the bad guys and the Danny DeVito guy. Right. <laughs> what was Danny DeVito's, the character's name? I don't know. Let's I just call him Danny know. DeVito guy. <laughs> he had an actual <laughs> name, though, <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, he had a name. It was like um, Frankfurt or something. That's wrong, but it's something close to that. Uh so you guys want to get right into it? Yeah, for sure. Do you remember how this movie opens, Alan? Yes, I do, but real quick, it's Mr. Swackhammer. Oh, Swack. I was way off. Yeah, right. Swackhammer. Okay, yeah, so the beginning of this movie, um, how does it start? It starts off with that montage. Doesn't it start with the whole... The right Michael before a montage, montage, it shows like young Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, it shows him playing basketball, and it's supposed to be late, and he's outside shooting hoops by himself yeah yeah and then his dad comes out like what are you doing out here playing basketball he's like i'm gonna be a basketball star someday and his dad's like oh you're fucking crazy kid <laughs> <laughs> get in the fucking house <laughs> 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 little did he know and then um that's when they play the i believe i can fly song r kelly, r. kelly. Uh, i think i believe i can fly comes later doesn't it come in the beginning I'm pretty sure they play it right in the beginning. Fuck, I don't know. You might be right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, they show the young Michael Jordan and his dad, and he has, like, big dreams. Like, he's going to be a basketball star. And then that's when they cut into the montage. Yeah, the longest montage I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, like, over five minutes, and it's <laughs> just a montage of Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's so much filler. This movie is so short, and you could tell they needed to pad it out. <laughs> <laughs> they named off, like, every character in the beginning with the credits so they could have an excuse to play Michael Jordan Duncan. Yeah, it's, like, Bugs Bunny, <laughs> Daffy Duck, 
starring like every Looney Tune. They just name them off. <laughs> yeah, they even named every Looney Tune character just yeah. to give them more time to show Michael Jordan dunking a basketball. Yeah, Can you imagine yeah. being in a meeting like that where they're like, "Guys, you got to get it to eighty-two minutes, or it's going to go straight to home video." <laughs> <laughs> and do so, whatever. Make five-minute credit sequence there. <laughs> just name off all the characters. That's fine. Make minutes. it work. Yeah. Make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. So yeah, it starts off with this long montage, which is again is basically just Michael Jordan. Yeah. Ugh. So we get this long montage of his career, and then it shows like Michael Jordan at a press conference, and he decides he's going to retire and play baseball. Right. So th- that's actually semi realistic to his life. You guys remember when Michael Jordan retired and started playing baseball? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that he actually did that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah Space Jam is based on a true story. <laughs> this is all real. Yeah. With an amusement park in space. This, the <laughs> yeah. film is actually sometimes referred to as an alternate reality version of Michael Jordan's time between leaving and going back to the NBA. Uh, he just got <laughs> lost in the Space Jam. Right. Is <laughs> it unexplained absence? I mean, that would be nice. The real story is, is quite quite different yes yeah do you guys know anything about that i i don't recall a ton aside from that he retired to go play and did not perform all that well and ended up going back to the nba in 95 he went back in 95 to the nba i believe no, i, I think thought that's, that's when correct. he retired i think he retired and no he retired in 95. i thought it was 93 to 95 that he was out of the nba it was 95 he retired and he went back in 2003 no, 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 no. He no, was no. not out of the NBA anywhere near that long. No, you're right. No. Yeah, I think you're right, Steve. I think it's closer to that anyway. Yeah. Maybe not exact, but yeah, okay, around then. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> let's get our guy on it. <laughs> so when Michael Jordan retired from the NBA, it was around the time that his dad died. Yeah. Do you guys know the story about any of that? I don't. So his dad actually was murdered. Hmm. Yeah, his dad went missing for a while, and they found out that some guys uh, stole his car and killed him. Yeah. Where did this happen? Uh, in the 90s. I mean, but like, where? What? It happened, I think, in North Carolina, or oh, okay. somewhere near there. Okay. But yeah, unfortunately, his dad was killed, and a little bit later on, Michael Jordan retired and started playing baseball. And I think Phil Jackson was quoted as saying... Um, Michael Jordan's playing baseball now, which Michael Jordan's dad always dreamed of being a pro baseball player. So it seemed like to Phil that Michael Jordan was kind of trying to live his father's dream. Right. Yeah, but Michael Jordan didn't actually play pro baseball. He ended up playing for like a prospects league. Yeah. So he wasn't actually in the pros. He wasn't actually good enough to be in the pros. Right. Like he was, they said he worked really hard and he was a good athlete, but he wasn't like that great of a baseball player. I mean, you could... I guess there's very few exceptions, but you'd have to be like almost a freak at that point because, yeah, even if you're an amazing athlete, which is crazy in itself, you can't just switch to another game. Uh, Bo Jackson, though. Bo Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, okay. See, that kid was a monster. He could do both. Yeah. Football and baseball. But I guess there has to be one exception. Exactly. Oh, God, who else? Uh, There was one other player who did that. I can't believe I'm blanking on who it was, but there was one other player who managed to play in both leagues. Okay, two exceptions. Yeah. Even if you're super athletic, <laughs> there's just stuff you have to learn from playing that sport. Like, you could be the greatest athlete ever, but you have to have the experience or you just have to be... Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I totally agree. So, I mean, things didn't work out too well, and he went back to basketball. And uh, it would be nice if Space Jam was that other timeline because <laughs> for him, I mean, it's really sad that the way his dad died and stuff. But 
anyway, uh, let's get back into it. So he decides to play baseball and it introduces us to Space Danny DeVito, who runs a terribly animated space amusement park called Moron Mountain. <laughs> Mr. Swackhammer? Yeah, Mr. Sw- <laughs> space Danny DeVito, goddammit. <laughs> Space DeVito? Yeah, Space DeVito. <laughs> the animation in it is really hit and miss for me. The, the amusement park was a good example of that. Because they mixed animation styles in this movie. Yeah. So sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it doesn't look good. But that's kind of just a product of its time. I'd say overall, for the most part, the animation in Space Jam is pretty good. Yeah. But there's a couple things that look a little wonky in the amusement park. I enjoyed the intro to the amusement park because it looked like a dvd menu from like the early 2000s yeah <laughs> in fact you had you played the dvd and the, the, it looked like the dvd menu yeah <laughs> it was like they just cut a welcome DVD to menu dvd menu land <laughs> it's, it's like where they show the intro and it's cutting different scenes and going through different parts and it it just looked like a DVD menu. Yeah. It's like where you just like wait in line because the DVD <laughs> menu is just waiting for the menu to stop so you can fucking press play or whatever. Oh, God. So that was that was pretty great. Yeah. So uh, why don't you tell us, Steve, what Danny DeVito is uh, scheming up? Well, Danny DeVito's upset that business is not as good as uh, he was hoping to be, so he would like to come up with a new attraction for Moron Mountain. And what fantastical ride does he want to get at his amusement park that has rides? <laughs> well, I believe it's... Um, uh, oh, God, I only remember him... It's like a freak show idea, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's but, what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. He just wants yeah. the Looney Tunes to be there. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he, sees, that's where he sees the Looney Tunes on a monitor for some reason... He's got a bank of monitors like in his office and one of them has oh, yeah. the Looney Tunes on. Yeah. No explanation as to why or why they'd have any context for the Looney Tunes and Moron Mountain. But he sees them on the TV and decides he wants those characters to basically just come perform at Moron Mountain in perpetuity for eternity to attract customers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like slavery. <laughs> right. Yeah, basically. It's kind of like a performance slave, you know. Okay. We need something. Oh, my bad. We need something ah! nutty. Nutty. Something wacky. Wacky. We need something, 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 something. We need something. Looney? Oops. Looney. Thank you. Looney? Looney. Yes. Now you're talking. Looney. Looney. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Looney. Get the Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Bring them here. Sir. I'm gonna shove my fist right into your ass, hard and fast. Not in a sexual way, in a I am pissed off at you way. Well, the Looney Tunes are really big in space. Apparently. Yeah. I had no idea there was such a market for Looney Tunes on these distant planets. Oh, yeah. Space, space Looney Tunes? <laughs> space Looney Tunes, right? Ugh. Elmer Fudd's huge on Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, is it Jupiter? Right. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> So then we go back to Michael Jordan playing baseball, and it it's funny that he has kind of a sense of humor about his baseball skills, because in the movie, he's not very good, too. Like, he has a low batting average, and, you know, he it introduces him at bat, and the catcher is, like, buddy up, buddying up with him. Oh, because he's telling him the pitches? Yeah, he's telling him the pitches because he gave him, like, a signed uh, basketball or something for the guy's kids. According to Michael Jordan, that actually happened in real life, and he oh, still really? struck out, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. All right, so, so during... this is where our 
You go ahead. I was going to say, isn't this where we're introduced to Wayne Knight? Yeah, this is. Yeah, so uh, what's his character's name in the movie? I just call him Wayne Knight in my notes, so. <laughs> his name is Stan. Stan. Stan would have been easier to write, but I literally wrote out Wayne, Wayne Knight, Knight in my notes. <laughs> oh, God. I also would have accepted Newman. <laughs> like, you know what? I can never remember what his character's name is in Jurassic Park until I'm watching the movie. Like, Hell yeah. Uh, Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Yeah. Nedry. Dennis Nedry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Wayne Knight shows up to Michael Jordan. He's assigned to Michael Jordan by the whatever minor league baseball team manager. He shows up and he says, hello, Michael. He he falls into the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> he like starts hanging over and then he falls like into the dugout, but he drops like a good like eight feet. Yeah, the concrete, and he just gets up like, oh, hey. Um. He would have broke his neck for sure. <laughs> yeah, he would have hurt himself for sure. They really go out of the way to show how bumbling this fucking guy is. <laughs> he's, like a, he's a grown adult man, but he's like a six-year-old. Yeah. He falls in like eight feet into the dugout like on solid concrete. How does this person maintain a job as the ma- like we're, we're owner, manager, assistant of a baseball team? Like, <laughs> he can't even manage walking into the dugout. <laughs> he falls like, into the dugout. Yeah. Where, where's security? Who falls into a dugout? <laughs> Wayne he, Knight does because he leans over and he's like hey Michael 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 he falls in and it looks like he could have broken his neck and yeah, absolutely Michael Jordan just looks completely annoyed he's like oh I don't like this guy already, already. yeah he's yeah. not like uh, how did you survive <laughs> he's like go away he doesn't say that he's really nice to him but you can tell he doesn't like him really Well, because yeah they make his character just completely terrible completely annoying yeah, yeah. so Michael Jordan goes home and the only reason I wrote down this scene is because I really like the part when they announce what they're having for dinner. Do you remember? I remember that, but backtrack like a couple minutes there. Sure. I like the scene where he gets attacked by, or his bulldog, like tackles him. <laughs> oh yeah, Michael as soon Jordan, as he gets home. Yeah, Michael Jordan falls over and he's like, oh no, and the dog starts licking him, but it's like a 20 pound bulldog. <laughs> yeah, the dog completely pummels him. <laughs> Some of Michael Jordan is like, how tall is Six he? Six or whatever he is. Like, yeah. Super athlete. He's playing two sports. Yeah. He gets tackled by a bulldog. Right. And the dog starts like licking his face ferociously. And he's like helpless. He's like, he can't get he up. Can't he's get like, up. Oh, he no. can't get it off of him. He's got his wife help him. What's disgusting is he gets up and his wife comes home and his wife kisses him on the mouth and she goes, ew. And she like wipes spit off her face and he goes, that's your dog. <laughs> so like she just kissed the dog slobber. How fucking disgusting is that? Because he was helpless against the 20-pound bulldog. Right. <laughs> so anyway, they go inside, and he's like, what are we having for dinner? And they're like, chicken and collard greens. Collard greens. Mmm, <laughs> smells good in here. What you cooking? Chicken. Chicken and what? Chicken and collard greens. I love that part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so wholesome. Absolutely. Definitely not at all stereotypical. <laughs> Chicken and collard greens. Chicken and collard greens. Well, this was 1996. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> you know. This was pre-Obama. <laughs> right. You that guys need that. to stop. <laughs> all right. So the aliens, right? So they uh, they go to kidnap the Looney Tunes. Yeah. So they fly a spaceship down into Looney Tune land. Yeah, which they can somehow just get to. Mm-hmm. Which is apparently at the center of the Earth. 
You got to pass through like, that WB logo, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to pass through the crust. <laughs> so you got to go the at the right angle, like right into the mantle of <laughs> yeah. the Earth through a Warner Brothers logo, which yeah. is planted by God knows who, yeah. and you end up in Looney Tunes land. <laughs> Presumably, the Animaniacs put that there. Oh, you know what? That's a good mm-hmm. one. They escaped the water tower on the back. Yeah. Lot, and like, <laughs> <laughs> they would have been a good addition to this movie. Oh yeah, it's too bad they weren't in the movie. Pinky and the Brain didn't make any appearances. Yeah. Well, we can put them in in our fan edit. We can remake the movie. And- Alan's fanfic of Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll edit them in. It's like the fan edit of uh, Phantom Menace that doesn't have Jar Jar on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Phantom Edit. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. <laughs> so they end up in Looney Tune land and they try to kidnap him, right? Yeah. So they yeah. basically hold him at gunpoint, if I remember correctly. They basically just come in and say, hey, we want you to be our slaves. And that's it like they don't even give him a choice well yeah the looney tunes are like no and they're like fuck you and they point guns at him yeah so they're like oh well we're screwed man so i don't understand this whole relationship and like how the tunes were operate in any kind of real world because they get zapped by these guns but they still live but they basically have infinite powers the tunes they can do anything they can conjure up anything at any given moment they can conjure up their own, like, larger weapons. Or, like, yeah, like, them or just put them in a cage cannon. or just, like, <laughs> I don't know. Should put them in a cannon and shoot them off into space. Yeah, or they drop an it... anvil on. Like, they, <laughs> they can do anything. We see it later on in the second half of the basketball game, which we'll get to. But they can do anything, and they don't. They're... They surrender to these, like, laser guns. Yeah, they surrender. <laughs> and they decide the only way to get out of this is to challenge them to a contest. Bill for, and Ted style. For <laughs> rules they just made up, because... Was it Daffy Duck? They have the meeting, and he's like, um, or Bugs Bunny comes up with the idea. Yeah, he like writes it in a book real quick. It says here you have to like give us a chance. Yeah, to like challenge you at something. Yeah, so they decide since the aliens are like little tiny creatures, they challenge them to basketball. Yeah, because they're like, well, that's the best option. Um, but I love, <laughs> I love the scene when they have the meeting at the town hall because Daffy Duck comes in, but he has like a shower cap and. Like a scrub, like you just got out of the shower, and it's yeah. like, yo, what do you live next door? <laughs> like you couldn't dry off and throw on something. Like you just got out of the shower to walk into town hall. Like, oh, why? Such a diva, Daffy Duck. You know, <laughs> how dare you interrupt your shower? He has to walk, you know, five miles down here from the shower. <laughs> or, well, I don't see that any of them have cars. <laughs> so yeah, clearly so he walked a long distance out of the shower, or he lives right next door. <laughs> Which again is weird. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah, so they challenge him to basketball. And then the aliens have the idea to steal other players' talents. Yeah. So they can win. Yeah. So what they do is they go to a Knicks game and disguised as in the typical human disguise of a trench coat and hat. Ninja Turtle style. <laughs> How did they get in? How did they get in? How they did got they... courtside seats, yeah, bro. Yeah, courtside where's, seats. Where's security? Don't you have to go through some kind of security? Yeah, I mean, these three alien things in a trench coat and a hat, which are animated, by the way. They're not even physical living things. And they're, they've managed to get courtside seats at Madison Square Garden to see the Suns play the Knicks. How the fuck does this happen? How does that work? How, right? How the fuck does that work? Like, <laughs> does it They're nothing? making Deborah from Everybody Loves Raymond feel very uncomfortable because right? they're squirming around in that trench coat. And it's her and Dan Castellaneta. Who's like a third of the voices on The Simpsons? <laughs> it's so weird that it was the two of them, but okay. Yeah. Hey, hey. What? What? She's looking at it again. Close it up! Close it up! Tightly. 
Sweetheart, what? Thought you were gonna get better seats this year. This is as good as I could get. This guy next to me is doing something very weird in his raincoat. Honey, will you just let me watch the game? Barkley's killing us. Like, so the aliens have this scheme, and they're at front row at the game somehow. And then that's when they decide to steal the player's power. Who do they? Is it Barkley? It's Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley. Who and do other they guys. go for first? They go for Barkley, Barkley first. first. Yeah. But, I mean, this is the convenient setup. They get the Suns playing the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. So, oh, good, Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing both happen to be in the building at the same time. Like, and I don't think Muggsy Bogues was on either of those teams. They must have gone no. after him later. Yeah, I think he may have been playing for Charlotte at that point. I'd have to double check. That's but, probably correct. Yeah. yeah. So, Another part yeah. is when they steal their powers, the aliens turn into like this, like, vapor and they kind of like possess the players and yeah like they, steal they glide onto the court and no one notices that it's just weird no right. only the camera can see it <laughs> <laughs> so they steal the the players abilities and they actually show and make a point like they actually can't play it's yeah. actually kind of funny i thought that part was slightly amusing when it shows them trying to catch a pass where they like literally can't do anything yeah <laughs> they have like absolutely no coordination they yeah. can't even like walk normally the most at basic one point. Stuff. They yeah. can't catch a ball. They can't make any passes. They can. They can't shoot. They just. I mean, it's one thing to be bad at basketball, yeah. but come on, man. But they lost all their ability. To <laughs> yeah. The alien things. <laughs> and like I said, it's kind of amusing seeing them try to play and they act like totally clueless. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the scenes are are, are pretty interesting yeah. in that regard. So their powers are stolen by the aliens, so the aliens can beat the Looney Tunes at the basketball game. Yeah. At some point in one of the next scenes, we get Wayne Knight popping up to just insert some product placement in like a very short scene. It's just Michael Jordan sitting in his hotel room and Wayne Knight pops his head in and he's like, put on your Nikes, eat your Wheaties, get a Big Mac. Get your Gatorade. Get your Gatorade. Get your Gatorade. It's yeah, time to go to a I made a specific game. note of that because your it's, hands. So, it's so forced. He says Gatorade and Big Mac where he's like... Let's go down to the game and we'll get some Gatorades and a Big Mac. <laughs> like specifically every product Michael Jordan has ever endorsed. Let me get it in its one sentence. Completely forced. Come on, Michael, it's game time. Get your Hanes on, lace up your Nikes, grab your Wheaties and your Gatorade, and we'll pick up a Big Mac on the way to the ballpark. I could just see them like shooting this like after they're done. You know, like they had to shoot this like later on. Like, oh, we need to get in a little bit more product placement. We didn't quite meet the quota, so... We're going to do reshoots. You be in a hotel room. Wayne Knight, just pop in and say as many brands as you can in one sentence. Look, we got to do this. McDonald's is giving us half a million dollars. So right. Get their name in there. Yeah, all right. Get their name in there. Yeah, I'm sure there was a Happy Meal toy. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, good, great product placement by Wayne Knight. Yeah. So then we get the we're back in Toon Land and the uh, the Toons are trying to practice basketball, but they're basically horrible. I don't even know why they challenge the the monster or the aliens to basketball because none of them really know how to play at all. <laughs> right. That's the thing that struck me as strangest. It's like clearly none of them have a clue how to play basketball even in the slightest. Like why did you pick this? It was your discretion. They didn't pick what they were good at. They picked what they thought their right. opponents would be bad at. Yeah, which right. It's just I mean, so weird, so backwards. Right, that could have been anything at that. It's like, how about a, a rock lifting contest? They're six <laughs> inches tall. Like, you can do that. There's no coordination involved. <laughs> like, then they would have stole the talent from 
I don't know, Stone Cold, who was who was who was a popular strong guy in 1996. <laughs> the Undertaker. Yeah, they would have stole oh, the was talent. Was that 1996 when he threw him off a? Of... <laughs> 98, bro. What do they call that? The rage yeah. through mankind or off the hell in the cell <laughs> into the Spanish announcer's table. Undertaker threw mankind off a cage. Dude, that luchadors, that's a different level. That, that shit's fantastic. <laughs> it's pretty good. It is. It's, like, it's, it's definitely, I think, the most entertaining form of wrestling. Yeah. Like, I like that. I used to like the storylines of uh, WWE, though, back right. when it was WWF, and I watched it around this time, actually. The World Wildlife Foundation? Yeah, I was a big fan of that. I donated every week I, I just want to my play- allowance as a kid. <laughs> Pay due, yeah. gotta pay due deference and mention the fact that Hulk Hogan was both the last champion of WWF and the first champion oh, yeah. of the WWE. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the they, they took him out, man. Right? They, they took him out of the Hall of Fame for saying some things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's not a great person in real life. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe a true American, but kind of a crappy guy. I was completely fooled by Hogan Knows Best. <laughs> right? he, did, he did win that lawsuit against Gawker. For that sex tape, oh yeah, and he sued him for like a lot of money, and he actually won. They were <laughs> wrong, and he won a legit court case against him. You mess with the Hulkster, brother. You see what happens. <laughs> I'm a Hulkamaniac in the courtroom. <laughs> I'll take you in the courtroom in the ring. <laughs> no, that was a real thing. He actually won that lawsuit against him. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's how do we? How do we get so sidetracked? It. How did this happen? <laughs> All right. So back to Space Jam. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were talking about Space Jam. There's a scene um, that comes up when um, they're trying to figure out what happened to all the players because this is when they begin to realize something's wrong or they're trying to figure out if there's something medically wrong with them or yeah. there's some kind of illness going around because yeah. it's weird that you know five guys all of a sudden have no idea what they're doing. Five guys suddenly can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> so they show a bunch of reporters and uh, like I guess like the commissioner someone in charge and david stern <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on and the reporters are all with their microphones like what's going on you know this is crazy and they show a bunch of guys in like hazmat suits because they're trying to figure out what's going on like hey maybe it's some kind of yeah they illness. think there's some kind of virus going yeah. around that's affecting nba players or some kind of i don't know other disease something but like they that. show they show the um the hazmat suit guys and like a couple feet away there's all the reporters <laughs> Oh yeah, just wearing regular like yeah, just suits. Regular suits. Yeah. It's like what they show them in the hazmat suits to make the appearance like oh it's dangerous, but then it's like there's a reporter and the whole group right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Some people are wearing hazmat suits and right next to them are reporters. You know, when you're a reporter, you just got to get in there and risk the uh, the <laughs> disease. <laughs> you know, I think they're safe though because the the, the arenas the teams play in hold like eighty thousand people. None of the fans got sick. Yeah. So clearly, this is one of the most intelligent diseases ever because it's only capable of attacking particularly talented NBA players. It yeah. doesn't even get all of them. Yeah. Like the, the third string guys didn't get sick. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just Ewing and Barkley and Bogues. It's like it's the good ones. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. NBA talent itis. Right. Yeah. So you know, if you're just a journalist or whatever, you're not going to get sick. It's fine. You can't play basketball for shit. You know, don't worry about it. You're and good. that same scene, all the journalists have gas masks. Do they show them putting on their masks? It's like, yo, why would these people have like gas masks? Right, yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah. There's some of the players put on gas masks. Oh, the players, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just like yeah. have them ready. It's like they all just had gas masks. Yeah, well, the players put on gas masks before they go into the locker room, and they're like, they look old as fuck. They look like <laughs> like World War Two, like, like fucking 
just in case it's Tear a chemical gas. base, you know, <laughs> and in which case we're fine letting you into the locker room. Just wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> These old like World War Two ones. Yeah, it's a weird right. scene. They I think just... they played in those. I, I'm. They didn't show that, but I want to think they did. They just... <laughs> gas mask game. <laughs> so what I was gonna say back in Toonland is the the little alien guys. They go to practice on the court and. Uh, Whatever I want to say, Tiny Toon Land, but it's not Tiny Toon. It's Looney Toon Land, and they absorb the talent from the NBA players, which they had stored in a basketball. Yeah, this is where they turn into the monsters. Yeah, the monsters. And they become over ten feet tall, just huge, ripped. Just yeah, well, they become varying little sizes. monsters. The yeah. size seems to fluctuate quite heavily throughout the movie because uh, sometimes they're well does. over the height of a basketball hoop, and sometimes they're lower than it, and they. Uh, they dunk, so right. they jump up to dunk. So variable size, but they get significantly larger and transform and turn into monsters. Yeah, monsters. So they go to the court like we want to practice now. They absorb the powers. They become monsters. They just wreck the court and walk away. That was their little practice <laughs> session. I guess. Yeah, I love this scene where he grabs the ball, jumps like fifty feet, comes down and smashes it into the court. And you see the whole court break, yeah. like the ground shatters. <laughs> you see the wave go through the whole court, and then yeah, it's like oh, we're done. Yeah, you just broke the court. You didn't even play. Yeah, that was practice. <laughs> A practice breaking the court. <laughs> You're gonna practice inducing that fear. <laughs> right. So you were you were talking a little bit about the NBA players like getting medical checks and they start going to like the Sigmund Freud like psychologist who's asking them <laughs> weird inappropriate questions like I, I don't know if they're actually inappropriate but he says like have you been having any problems elsewhere in your life any other problems performing things like that you can't sleep at night and it climbed up my back and into my brain are there any other areas besides basketball. Where you find yourself yeah. unable to perform? Yeah, yeah. No! I'm just asking. An obsession of burning desire. <laughs> that was pretty funny. There's, <laughs> a, was there's, a, funny. there's little jokes in there every now and then, namely with Bill Murray, that are, are kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of funny, too. Cause... The, the stuff I didn't laugh at as a kid, I laughed at now. Yeah. Well, because it makes sense now. You yeah. can pick it up as a kid. And the stuff I laughed at as a kid is stupid. Right. <laughs> How the tables have turned. <laughs> in your defense, kids are usually unilaterally stupid. I'm including myself in that yeah. statement. Yeah. That's fair. Right. <laughs> so next, speaking of Bill Murray, we get a little bit of Bill Murray and Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. They're all playing golf together, yes. as you do when you're famous, you know. Just hang out with other rich. celebrities and play golf yeah. without a caddy. Well, where's Wayne Knight? <laughs> Wait, isn't Wayne Knight his caddy? Is he? I thought he was there with him. Yeah, it's him and Larry and Bill Murray and Stan. So oh. I think he's there, but he's just there. He's not even doing like a caddy or doing anything. Right. Well, he's just there. Because I, I don't know that much about golf, but I know that you can either have someone carry your clubs, right? Or you can put them in the little cart. Yeah, you can just put them on the back of the cart. But I don't remember them having a cart in the movie. So I assume they carried them, but then that made me think they would have a guy to carry them. No, they had to have carts because at the end of that scene, Bill Murray and Michael Bird oh, they leave on leave their them. cart and Stan stays, remember? Yeah. Uh, Larry Bird. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, and there's a second cart that you're right. would have been just, Michael and Stan. They just peace out. Yeah, 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 they just said they don't care what happened to Michael right. Jordan. Like, All right, so let's talk about we'll that. figure it out. So they're golfing, they're golfing. Michael Jordan gets a hole-in-one. With the help of the Looney Tunes. Yeah, so they kind of guide it in. They're trying to draw him to the hole. The magnet that somehow makes the ball go to the hole. Yeah, it's a metal yeah. ball. 
Yeah, how do you control a golf ball with a magnet? Even a cartoon magnet. From the core of the earth. From the core of the earth, yeah. I mean, you're under the crust. It's like 12 feet. You're pulling a magnet along and some of the golf ball finds the hole. Whatever. Let's All just right. take a second to realize we're nitpicking Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. demand Looney Tunes be... <laughs> be more logical. <laughs> yeah, be more logical. It's the same family of cartoons where a coyote keeps getting an anvil dropped on it. It's fine. Yeah. But a magnet cannot move a golf, a golf ball. ball, damn it. I can only accept so much. Right. That magnet was overboard. <laughs> so after Michael Jordan gets his hole in one, they suck him into the golf hole. Remember? Yeah. And that's how he gets sucked down to Looney like, Tune Land. Literally, he just like compresses and somehow just gets sunk into the hole. And, they, how did and Bill they Murray do and that? them see this. They, yeah, they see this That's probably one of the funniest scenes <laughs> in the movie, actually. Not him getting sucked in, but him going in, and then it just shows Bill Murray and Larry Bird and Wayne Knight just standing there watching, and they're just silent. <laughs> and like... I don't remember Bill Murray's line, but it, it, it was a little funny. Um, they were going to take a picture, and then after Michael gets sucked in the hole, Bill Murray says, don't point that thing at me. Yeah, oh, that's right. right. Where'd you get that camera, man? Don't point that thing at me. Yeah, was like, what the fuck just happened? What kind of camera is that? <laughs> oh, don't point it at me. Like, did you just see what that's happened? What it is. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's pretty funny. So we got a point to Space Jam. Yeah. By getting pulled. Someone keeping track of this. <laughs> right. That's what, is that one? <laughs> Uh, how many jams is that? <laughs> uh, so Bill Murray and Larry Bird see Michael Jordan just get pulled into this hole. Yeah, which is weird. eventually they leave, and uh, Bill Murray suggests that Michael Jordan did it intentionally to get away from Wayne Knight. <laughs> Compressed himself in yeah. the golf hole. Yeah, just <laughs> like logically. Defying, like, you know, if over. Wayne Knight's hanging around you long enough, you'll do some amazing shit. Some amazing shit to get away from him. Defy all the laws of nature. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's what Bill Murray thinks. <laughs> so uh, we get Michael Jordan in Looney Tune Land. This is where everything begins. Yeah, so this is where uh, he's introduced to the Looney Tunes, and they tell him they need him to play basketball for them to beat the Monstars. And right from the beginning. I mean, it's a movie, but Michael Jordan seems very indifferent or he's not concerned about what just happened. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he is definitely okay with the fact that he was sucked down a golf hole into, into Looney, Looney Tune Land. Land. And they're asking the, him to play basketball. In like, the core of the earth. How much did I drink? What did I do acid this morning? <laughs> <laughs> right. What's going on? Where am I? He, he just accepts it. He's like, oh, okay. Like, oh, here's some now. Looney Tunes. This, this makes total sense. This is what, what's happening. <laughs> Oh, it's just bugs in the gang. He never oh, asked fine. how to get out of there. Like, how do I get out of here? Who right. are you? Where, where's my friends? Where's I would have Bill liked Murray? to have think the real Michael Jordan would have said no. And they're like, well, we have a wager against these aliens. And he's like, a wager, you say? <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know, you know, Michael Jordan's really a big gambler. Right. Like, Wait, I'm still processing <laughs> real Looney Tunes. I don't want to get started with the aliens yet. We're going to have to establish one thing at a time here. So, <laughs> You're such a big gambler that... If you're sucked into Looney Tunes and there's a bet, you'll take it. You're not concerned about anything else that's going on. <laughs> like, oh, let's gamble. I'm listening. Yeah. yeah he, he agrees to help him with their little basketball game to yeah, save he, the Looney Tunes. He agrees to help him. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the Looney Tunes. He probably grew up on them, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, maybe. So he starts practicing with the Looney Tunes and they are horrible. None of them are good at basketball. And we get one Looney Tune that is intro that is, though. And it is the first time you ever see this Looney Tune on screen. Who is it, Alan? Lola Bunny. 
And this is a uh, this is a scene. This is a weird weird scene. <laughs> Alan's favorite kind. No, for the record, I am not a furry, but this is definitely a furry moment. From <laughs> the second she comes in, she comes busting through. She's like seductive, and the way she moves is like really slow and. She turns out to be really good at basketball, and all the guys are like wowed by her. <laughs> of course, Steve, tell, tell talk to me about Lola Bunny, please. Lola Bunny, Lola Bunny was just just an excuse to give give uh, Bugs an extra little thing to do, and she's this sassy female furry character, and uh, and she's good at basketball. Bug, good at basketball. Bugs makes the mistake of immediately referring to her as babe, which she makes she makes especially clear she does not like. Doll. Doll is doll. doll. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, don't call me doll. Don't call, who are you calling doll? And then she shows him. She shows him her skills. The girl's got some skills. Yes. Don't ever call me doll. Shit. <laughs> Hey, nice playing with you. Very smooth. Uh, she's obviously nuts about me. Obviously. And she actually like dunks on him. She's actually really good, and she has the moves, and everyone's super floored. <laughs> like, wow, look, she's good at basketball, and she's hot. Right. So, like, why is why is she so good at basketball, and the rest of them are terrible? Like, I'm not saying they necessarily should be better than her, but like, why is she the only one in Looney Tunes land that knows how to play basketball? She was the captain of her team, which uh, was just her, because she's the only one right? that knows how to play. <laughs> well, right. She was her team. Oh, so this scary. is where probably a lot of furries were born when they watched this as You know kids. what, man? <laughs> I don't want to jump into conspiracy theory territory here, but how many furries were there in 1996? And how many furries were there 20 years later? That's all. I'm just going to leave it at that. Someone do the numbers for me, please. Robert Zemeckis may be culpable in starting the furry movement. I mean, this is just a rabbit hole, so to speak. You're talking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, yeah, that's a good movie about rabbits. That's another Zemeckis movie. What were you talking about? I, I just uh, just uh, I've lost my train of thought. He <laughs> <laughs> got distracted by Lola. Is Robert Zemeckis oh, big no, in the furry no, community? No, no, but that, yes, he produced the movie, right? Or, or, or no, it's Ivan Reitman. Excuse me, I said Zemeckis, and I meant Reitman. Yeah, yeah, no, Ivan Reitman, I should say, is then partly culpable for starting the because uh, you know the, the, at least Jessica Rabbit was supposed to be human. You know, she's animated, but right. she's a person. Which I was really confused by as a kid. I thought since her last name was Rabbit, she was a rabbit too. And I was like, it makes sense that she's married to the rabbit guy. Her ears must be under the hair or something. Right. That's what I thought as a kid. As we mentioned, kids are dumb. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And horny. <laughs> and horny. You know, and oh, man. Alan, put it away. Right. I'm now in perpetuity. From, for the rest of my life from now on, I'm going to associate Space Jam with furries. <laughs> it's just one more reason never to watch it again. I know. They, they go too far with the <laughs> they, sexy they little bunny stuff. They do go too far. They make it, like, purposely. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's a movie aimed at kids. Let's tone yeah. it down a little bit. Like... <laughs> So yeah, Lola Bunny's good at basketball, and then she makes one score, or she scores the ball once, and then she just leaves. Yeah, <laughs> right. So she says, "Nice playing with you guys." <laughs> yeah, nice playing. With you guys. I, I scored once. See ya. I've come here to do what I needed to do. Yeah, we everyone's played, we seen played me to one. <laughs> I'm gonna give the audience a minute. The audience a minute to adjust to that. Maybe in reality, she was like horrible, and it was total luck. You know, she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. I better leave. They're going to want me to do it again. Yeah. Let's, right. just, let's just say I won because I have the point. Right. 
So yeah, she she bounces pretty fast. Yeah, after. she scores once. And then Michael Jordan doesn't actually bounce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Michael Jordan and the tunes they decide to start practicing, but Michael Jordan is still wearing his like golfing gear, so he can't practice in that. So he has Bugs and uh Daffy go back to his house to get his like basketball shorts and his shoes and all that. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea. And again, he's not concerned about what's going on. He's so not concerned he sends them to get his stuff. He's like, Oh, let me go get my stuff. I know where it is. I can tell my wife where I was, like, yeah, I just, you know, Spent a little extra time golfing. Well, like, he what if he them. just went? Like, he would have just gotten a plane and, like, gotten the fuck out of Dodge. Like, <laughs> right? Straight to a therapist because yeah. he's seeing cartoon characters who want him to play in a monster tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't go home for an hour for no reason at all. You two go get my stuff. Like, Yeah, it's weird that he sends them. Yeah. And, again, he's, like, accepting of this. Like, he knows how this works. He's sending cartoon characters to get his stuff. <laughs> yeah what if they just said uh, you realize that's fucking impossible right we're like there's no way we could be in the real world have you ever noticed you never seen a cartoon character no nah, but, but, but they can apparently and he knows yeah. that and sends them to get his stuff yeah and doesn't apparently doesn't even tell them where it is because they have to go through all his things they're just like digging around like <laughs> yeah. going through drawers just throwing shit like typical cartoon characters he didn't tell them hey it's in the closet on the top <laughs> shelf he's like I'll just go get my shit he couldn't be bothered <laughs> ask my wife you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I got this big tournament coming up. I don't have time. Yeah, you know, I'm not always thinking. We, we need to establish a scene here where these two animated characters can go toss my house. So I'm just going to do this as unrealistically as possible. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? You're right. Just tell them to go talk to the wife. Like, right. Go to my house. Tell my wife. They'll see you and they'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, look, he's already risking them being seen. Apparently, there's no big risk here. You, you can know, have some chicken and collard greens with the family. Chicken and collard greens. Yeah, right. It's just, it's just Bugs and Daffy. Everyone's like, oh, it's just, all right, cool Looney Tunes in the real well, world. That's what happens when the kids come in. Right. They show the scene where they're going through the stuff, and then the kids kind of hear the commotion, and yeah, they, they help peek them. into the room, and they end up helping them. Because the and dog they're tries to eat too. They're like, oh, hey, it's just Bugs Bunny going through my house. Yeah, they're like, hey, what are you doing here, Bugs? Oh, I'm just here to get some clothes from your dad. Oh, cool. This is a totally normal thing that totally regularly happens all the time. Do you normal need the combo people. to his safe? Right, yeah. Can I show you where dad keeps the rifle? Yeah. Like, now, what would have happened if the kids hadn't rescued them from the dog? Was the dog really going to eat animated characters? Like, how does that work? Oh, yeah, the, the ferocious bulldog. The ferocious 40-pound bulldog. Yeah. Like, what was it going to do to the two of them? They might have licked their faces too hard. Yeah. Do, you, do you think that an animated rabbit is filling? Like, I don't know. Is that yeah. really? No. Neither a snack at best. Absolutely. Yeah. That would have been a plot twist. He sends him to get his stuff and they end up getting eaten by the dog. <laughs> it kills like the most Tim Burton Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a, a brutal twist. <laughs> Come back as members of the Halloween Town cast of characters. I shouldn't. You know what? Nineteen ninety six. Yeah, I could have gone for Tim Burton's Space Jam in nineteen ninety six. Today, hell no. No. But in nineteen ninety six, yeah. Tim Burton stopped being Tim Burton at some point, like two thousand three. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Is that after Planet of the Apes? Yeah, I think that. that, I think it was all downhill from there. Yeah. yeah. What year did Planet of the Apes come out? Two thousand and one. 2002? See, I question yeah. any year now. That we come up with. Yeah. Anything, it's probably off by at least two. But 2001 does sound right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Same year as the Fast and the Furious. It's millennial-ish. <laughs> All right. So 
the Looney Tunes end up getting his gear. They find it with the help of the kids who are accepting and don't question anything they're seeing. Don't wake up their mother or anything. Yeah. No. Just here, helping the Looney Tunes in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, and we, then... We get more of the NBA players that lost their talent. A, a little interesting scene where they're all at a psychic. So all the guys that were affected that lost oh, their yes. talent, they go to a psychic. Right. And it's actually a legit psychic. She's like looking at her crystal ball and she's like, um, let's see. Aliens came down, went into your bodies, stole your talent, <laughs> and they're going to be playing a basketball game against Bug- Bugs Bunny. I see aliens. Little aliens from outer space. They force their way inside your bodies. They need your talent to win a basketball game against Bugs Bunny. I also see Michael Jordan being sucked down a golf hole by furry creatures. That's it. We're out of here. We're leaving now. I give that another point to Space Jam. No, that's a little funny. It's a little tongue-in-cheek, you know? Right. Yeah, when you mention that, I do like that because yeah. she's telling the truth in the movie, but they're like, oh, this bitch is crazy. Yeah, they're like, well, what a waste of fucking money. Yeah, All these psychics are charlatans. Telling me about aliens stealing my power. But Come on, lady. Happened. <laughs> there was a Looney Tune in Michael Jordan's living room this morning, but I'm not going to believe any of the rest of this stuff. <laughs> she should have just been like, all right, you got a virus. I knew it. <laughs> right? Yeah, you get this like paramecium in your brain. It's eating your stuff. Don't worry about it. It's What's a paramecium brain? I'll tell you what a paramecium is. That's a paramecium. It's a one-celled critter with no brain that can't fly. Don't mess with me, man. I'm a lawyer. Right. <laughs> Am I going to have to insert that hook clip right here? Absolutely. God. Oh, God. It's too much. Don't mess with me, man. I'm a lawyer. Right. Alan has no idea. No, I have no idea. You'll know oh, soon because we're going to do that movie. I like that movie. Uh, I love that movie. Right? Remember how you were talking earlier? I don't remember if it was on or off air, right. but about how when you're a kid, you watch a movie and you just love it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Then, oh, God. Is Hook really one of those? Uh, it is for me. Like I can see a little bit how other people don't like it, but I can't see past it myself. Like I can't see past the flaws in Hook. I mean, look, Rufio's obnoxious. I love but, Rufio. Yeah, but still, that's the thing. I love him anyway. Yeah. Like, he was in like three other movies and he disappeared. I don't know what happened to Rufio. Where are you? Dante Bosco? Yeah. yeah. There, there you go. You I'll talk what? to you a little bit off the air about Dante Bosco. Oh, my God. All right. Otherwise, it's going to be... He's of- fine and he's a great guy and I love him. So, no, no. <coughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you more later. Dante. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Yeah, we got way off topic. There's a whole other movie. <laughs> We're talking about Space Jam. Let's get through Space Jam. So at the beginning of Hook... <laughs> I think right, it's taking us longer to walk through Space Jam than the movie actually was. Did you get through like three-fourths of Space Jam and transfer it up? Right. What is this going to be like a 98-minute podcast about a 72-minute movie? I'm just going to change the label to Space Jam Commentary. <laughs> We also deviated like four other films, but it's fine. <laughs> All right. Let's cut to the chase. Wayne Knight makes his way into Looney Tune land somehow. After like digging up the golf course that nobody seemed to care or notice. Well, one guy cared. <laughs> one guy was trying to fucking play golf and he's like, bro, what are you doing with this shovel in the golf course? And he's like, I'm, 
What does he say? I'm fixing I something. What his excuses? It's some golfing term. He's like, I'm fixing a divot. Oh yeah, he's fixing a divot by digging a hole in the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, the ball if the ball hits the green, the green where the the tee is, where the hole is very soft. So if the ball comes in and hits, it'll leave a little like a notch, a divot in the grass. And the golfer etiquette is that you're supposed to use this little prong tool to pop it so that it, the divot comes back out. So that it doesn't mess with people's pots. Oh, I get the joke now. Right, and that's the, but that's the thing. If you don't know, if you're not thinking about like divots and fixing them and golf etiquette, like it, it just it's like, what are you fuck are you talking about? Wayne Knight ends up digging like a ten foot hole. Oh crazy. yeah, and the only person that notices is this <laughs> one like, other dude that's on the golf course. He's like, oh, all right, like this place just got managed. It's a private country club. It's a private gated country club that people like Michael Jordan belong to. Where's the Bill Murray Caddyshack character? Yeah. That's no, why I didn't call security. Hey, this yeah. guy's digging up the golf course. There's no security. There's no groundskeeper. There's no management. There's no drink person. Like, no, none of the other players goes back to the clubhouse. It's like, yo, there's a dude digging an eight-foot deep hole on, on the <laughs> green for a whole seven. Yeah, somebody might want to go look. Maybe. Whatever. Like, but maybe call the cops, too. Right? I think, yeah, this guy might be insane. He's just using pure Wayne Knight strength <laughs> to just dig with his shovel. Yeah, also, just with how a much spade. Just boom. Do? Going. Hey, where'd the shovel come from? Hey, that that didn't even occur to me till just now. <laughs> you just That's a little thinking about this. Where the fuck did he find the shovel? <laughs> like, uh, he must have gone to the groundskeeper's hut and taken it, and they still didn't notice. <laughs> now he's stolen a shovel in his search for Michael Jordan. He's digging up the golf course. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. I, all right. I just want to clarify one thing. So my note says Wayne Knight makes his way into Looney Tunes land. We just talked for five minutes about that. So, yeah. He goes through the same, um, like, doesn't he go through the same, like, WB, like, center of the earth logo? He I, must have had to, but you don't actually see that part. He goes from that. being in the hole to being on the basketball court. And okay, he just kind of shows up. Yeah, yeah, there's no intermediary. He's just there and Michael Jordan's and then pissed. We like, can get to it when we good. get to it, but there's like one line at the end of the movie to a completely different character that sort of addresses the how did you get here thing, but like, it's, it's, no, no explanation. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other than he kind of just figured it out. He just dug a hole until he got there. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, it's got a 250 foot deep hole or more to the center of the earth. Whatever. To get to Looney Tunes land. <laughs> yeah, to save It's Michael like in Jordan. a different like time zone kind of thing. Like, <laughs> like Interstellar, like... He's like, I've been digging for six months. <laughs> for Michael Jordan, it's been like five hours. <laughs> He's been declared missing. His family yeah. is like grieving. Yeah. Right. About to have like a funeral. No one knows where he went. He just kind of disappeared. Bill Murray is like accused that he's like on trial. <laughs> yeah. Like you murdered Michael. What, what he was last seen with you. Yeah, and he's just gone now. Like, what did you do with him? What must his wife think at this point? He went out to play golf. His yeah, kids are home. telling her stories about how they found Looney Tunes in the house looking for his things. Like <laughs> the place has been ransacked. Right? The dog's all messed up. Like, if you were married, the dog's dead. Right? She must have called the cops, and she's got to be like, "Oh my god, I don't know what's going on. My kids think they saw Looney Tunes. My husband is missing. Like, and my house is like, ransacked. Like, right? he's probably in danger." From what I pieced together, a guy in a Bugs Bunny costume <laughs> broke in and kidnapped him, drugged my kids, <laughs> yeah. and left. Like, yeah, <laughs> and my husband's missing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's way too much shit to handle. <laughs> All right, so real quick, uh. Wayne Knight wants to play with them. He wants to be on their team. (laughs) And Michael Jordan's like, "Eh, I don't know, you're kind of like Wayne (laughs) Knight-ish. Maybe not the best for a basketball game. He's shaped like an ostrich egg. Wayne (laughs) Knight says a really weird line. It's like delivered in such an odd way. Mm. He says, I may not be very fast, 
but I'm slow or something like that. (laughs) Try to put it in here, but it's pretty good. Let me help. Let me help. I could help. I can help. Let me help. What can you do? Well, you know, I mean, I may not be very tall, but I'm slow. Okay. Anyway, it goes to the big game. This is uh, the, you know, final act of the movie. This is what it's all been building up toward, the big basketball game. If they lose the game, they'll be enslaved forever at Moron Mountain. Yep. So they have to win or the Looney Tunes are doomed. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think of the big game, Steve? The big game, like, at this point, you can really tell that they rushed us to the big game. Um, it's not, I mean, it's not much of a big game, really. It's, 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 it's just mostly like, what was it, 20 minutes long, 25 minutes long of the monsters mostly just smashing up the yeah. rest of them. Although, oh man, you know, we didn't even address, I'm taking like 10 steps backwards here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are we going to talk about a different movie? <laughs> well, no, I'm going to keep it within the realm of the same movie. Have you but. ever seen Congo? <laughs> You know that gorilla was really smart. Um, but, uh, Amy want raindrop drink. Amy wants raindrop drink. Right. <laughs> Did sign language, bro? Absolutely. I can't think of a better idea than giving an ape booze. It just sounds like. <laughs> Do you remember that laser? Right. Oh, all right. Let's get back on. No one's going to listen to this shit. You made me do it for real, Corey. <laughs> that was a joke, and you actually did it. <laughs> Completely derailed. <laughs> Sharpen up, man. Right. I was going to address the fact that the aliens at one point turned Michael Jordan into a basketball. Yeah. We never talked about it. That was oh. one of the poorer effects in the it film. It really was a terrible, and they box him up, and they... And, it's weird that when he's in Looney Tunes land, the rules apply that way to him. They can just turn him into a, a square-shaped basketball and play with him, and then he goes back to being normal. Right. That but, sweet effect that took, like, seven months of computer animators, probably. Right? <laughs> I don't know what... See, this is, we got onto Congo. I don't know why I was even thinking about that. <laughs> anyway, we're at the climactic game. Okay, yeah. So, so back, by, back to the game. Yeah, by the time we get to the game, we feel like it's just... There's been no real story development here at all. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty quick. I think they wanted to keep this movie nice and short. Yeah. I mean, how much could you really get from it anyways? It's probably better that it was shorter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, how much can you get footage of Charles Barkley playing basketball one-on-one with some girl who's, like, blocking his shots and stuff? I mean, you can only do it for so long. Kids' movies used to be stuff like The Muppets Take Manhattan. And by the time the late 90s came around, it was just Space Jam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. After Space Jam... Every movie that was released was Space Jam. Right. It was so weird. It says every movie was Space Jam. Right. And there was never a different movie. All of them. In the beginning of the, the tournament at the end, the big game, the Monstars are off to a good start and they start just completely destroying them. It's, yeah. There's like 20 Literally, man. cuts of the guys just jumping, you know, feet into the air. Feet. Jumping high into the air and then just dunking the ball. So it just shows the monsters. Just and they literally them. just are beating the shit out of the Looney Tunes. Like, they're just backhanding them, smashing them on the ground. Like, they're just kicking the shit out of them. And the fucking ref isn't calling shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I said. I was like, wait, so there's just no rules. Like, you clearly fouled him. And it starts off kind of tame. Like, <laughs> he right. just, like, he punched him, which isn't really that tame. But, like, he kicked him and hit him. But then it turns into, like, full-on, they have guns. They have, like, rockets. Yeah. A Bugs Bunny has a scooter Yeah, dude, at one fucking point. Yosemite <laughs> Sam is holding a piece on the court. Like, he just has his revolver. Like, he shoots out someone's teeth with it. Like, Bugs Bunny has a scooter at right. one point. And then it just slowly devolves and just all out, just no rules. 
They're playing basketball, but can do Dude, whatever else they want. I'm pretty sure Marvin was biased. So here's the thing. Marvin the Martian is the ref because he's an alien and he's a Looney Tune. Did you know that? Yeah. I saw a meme of that, so it has to be true. <laughs> you just blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why he's refing. I, he doesn't, there's no free throws thrown in this whole game. Oh, no. Because there's no fouls. <laughs> yeah. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> the owner of Moron Mountain is there. Yeah, Danny pulls, DeVito. Danny DeVito. Space DeVito. Space DeVito. And he pulls them aside at halftime and applauds how much they're winning by on their abusive gaming behavior. Yeah. It's the boss. Hello, Hello Mr. Swagger. <laughs> All right. Not bad for the first half, but we got to keep this up. Hey, no problem. We stole the deal. We stole the boss from the best friends in the NBA. Uh, uh, Charles Barkley was low, and it was little, uh, 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 Grandmama. Was it Larry Johnson? Shut up! I smell something. A shit sandwich. But now, this leads me to another thought, is why... I mean, I guess at this point he sees that his cronies have stolen the talent from these big NBA players, but why did he allow this to happen in the first place? He sent the three of them to just kidnap Looney Tunes and told them specifically to just take them and bring them back. And he's just letting them play this basketball game and his possession of the Looney Tunes is on the line. It's like... Because it's, it's in the rules. Like, he's like, oh, that's how like, it works. what rules? Like, he's the, the three little ones, he's, or four of them that he sends to do this are idiots, but he's not an idiot. He knows there's no rule book that says you have to give them a fair shot. <laughs> yeah, hey, you idiots, like, they made up that rule. Just go kidnap right? them. <laughs> just shackle them and take them. Like, what are we... Why are we doing this basketball bit? <laughs> I sent you out here like a week ago. <laughs> and now you're what, playing basketball? Right, you've been back to earth. You're fucking with NBA players who've stolen their talent. Now we're doing this. No, just bring them back. Now I could have been making money on them already. Yeah, I swear you guys had laser. Did I give you laser guns? Yeah, I gave you guns. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing basketball. It's great that you're winning by 84 points, but this is pointless. Just take them. <laughs> So the monsters are off to like a crazy good start, and then in the middle there, um, Bugs Bunny comes up with a plan to give them the secret stuff, which is just water. Yeah, at halftime. Yeah, because they're all demoralized, mm-hmm. they're losing, and yeah, that's when he wants to do that. He says, "Oh, this is Michael Jordan's secret stuff. This is what makes him really good at basketball." And Michael Jordan plays along, and it actually kind of works because they all start doing really well. Didn't you forget something? What? Your secret stuff. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Nice deltoid. Play along. Hey, stop hogging it, Mike. We're your teammates. Secret stuff. Secret stuff. You wouldn't hold out on us, would you? At one point, Tweety starts beating up all the Monstars. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he could kick the shit out of them the whole time. <laughs> right. The whole time, yeah. yeah. Begs the question, why does he keep letting Sylvester put him in his mouth? Yeah. Why? <laughs> when he could beat up five just monsters. Yeah, just right. the shit out of them. I think you punch that cat in the nose hard enough once, it would stop trying to eat you. Yeah. He did that to like, one of the Monstars. He, like, kicks right. them and punches them and <laughs> full-on karate. Just <laughs> By the way, I am not advocating for real-life animal violence. I'm just talking about between Tweety and Sylvester. That's, that's, the, that's the limit. <laughs> Thank you for the disclaimer. Right, um, our listeners may have been confused. If somebody's gonna, this guy's talking about punching cats in the face. Well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alan is. Alan's the one. Alan's there. got a score to settle with that cat yes, that bit him that he talked dude. about in the leprechaun episode. Oh my god, my my cat meows all the time. Hey, I let you out. It meows to come in. Yeah, I have a cat, and it's what's his name. <laughs> Um, I just call it Kitty. I don't even have a, I don't even have a name. I just call it Kitty or a cat. You have a cat. You don't have a name. <laughs> no, I don't 
But um, it's annoying. It just it meows to come inside. I let it out, and then it meows to come in, and it's an endless loop. It just meows. You, I give it food. I give it water. It might chill for a little bit, but then it's just meowing. <laughs> hey, let me out. Let me in. Let me out. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> So oh. I'm not a big fan of my cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alan hates cats. Back, no, I do like cats. Cat back, lovers everywhere. Back right. to space Comment jam. on this. Right. You to change the topic as quickly as possible. I know. Right. Let's get back to space jam, uh, There's guys. no way we can tiptoe around not offending everyone. We just... <laughs> <laughs> fucking cat. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm aiming for that specifically, so... Ugh. So they start doing better in halftime because they think they have the secret stuff and everyone does better, which, again, begs the question why they couldn't just do this the whole time. Yeah. They're Looney Tunes. Like, they had to be tricked with this placebo to use their full powers. Yeah, they they can do anything. <laughs> they can conjure up anything they want. Guns, cars, they can, like, stretch, they can become bigger. They can do anything. Like, why not? I don't know. Why just, not just do whatever you need to do to yeah, win? Yeah, just win. Like... <laughs> Conjure up a fucking win, you piece of shit. <laughs> but they can't do that unless they're tricked by a placebo. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, they just start losing again. So that's only like very briefly do they like learn to use their powers. Yep. <laughs> and then they change the bet a little bit with Danny DeVito. They oh. up the ante on the bet. Michael Jordan says, all right, how about this? If we win, you give the talent back to the players. If you win, I'll go with you too to Moron Mountain. Yeah. What what did he expect to happen? Like, what if they lost? Would he actually go back? Right. <laughs> would he just be like, okay, can I go home now? No, Fuck he you. He would just go live on another planet <laughs> that has oxygen <laughs> and he and Earth's gravity. You're a fucking cartoon. He and play they basketball lost, against amusement park guests. If he lost, he could just be like, well, you're a cartoon. Like, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> Screw you. Fuck you. You're a cartoon. I'm a grown man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go home now. Like, I'm done tripping balls. Like, I think the acid might be wearing off. Right? Like, is he really going to go with them if they lose? Give me that possessed basketball. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but they make it like, oh, my God, if he loses, he's going to go to Moral Mountain. And he just, right? it's, a, it's all at stake like, here. Do the alien animated aliens animated laser guns even work on Michael Jordan? I might be willing to risk that. Well, they can roll them just up into a ball and just oh, put them in a true. bag. Just put them uh, in a sack. Right? <laughs> yes, we can't really fight back. Well, they, that's why, really. That. But then I guess when they start leaving Looney Tunes land, like, the ball of Michael Jordan will just, like, become, like, a like a human ball of, like, <laughs> oh, broken flesh and bones. Because <laughs> it'll no longer have the properties of the Looney Tune world, which makes him rubbery. Uh, it'll just be like this so disgusting God. heap of like flesh and bones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Human cube. <laughs> God, it's like the third sequel to Human Centipede. <laughs> oh man, that movie is off the fucking rails. Right. Yeah, it is. Human Centipede Two, I thought was really funny. <laughs> the fact that but there was a sequel, like my God. Right. <laughs> well, God, how many Sharknados have they? See, we're doing it again. <laughs> Uh, six, there was six Sharknados. <laughs> this is how bad this movie is. We got through Leprechaun without deviating this many times. <laughs> Leprechaun is better than Space Jam. It is. Space yeah. Jam just sends everyone in all directions. We yeah. just don't know what to do. You know what? I always have said that if you start thinking about other movies while you're watching a movie, it's no good. Yeah. yeah. We can't even talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. Uh, we're in the final game. Yeah, we're almost at the I swear to God, whoever's listening, we're almost at the end of the movie. We're it in the end game now. Way worse to watch it, I swear. <laughs> All right. So, long story short, 
they win. The good guys, that is, of course. There's a big scene at the end where Michael Jordan makes the final dunk. He, like, reaches for the basket and his arms start stretching. Yep. Which is awkward and looks weird. It does look weird. His arm grows, like, 12 feet. And oh, you know what? And there's Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Oh, Bill Murray shows up. All right. right. Yeah. I think he passes to Bill Murray, like, once. Yeah. And Bill this, Murray. Sorry. No, I was just going to say Bill Murray has, like, an assist in the final score. Go ahead. This is another commercial bit because there was a separate series of commercials with Bill Murray. I can't even remember what they were for. But two, three, four years before the movie came out where he was trying to be, quote, unquote, trying to be a basketball player for the sake of comedic effect. And they decided to throw him in the movie partly because of that. And partly because he really was friendly with Ivan Reitman. And there's even a joke. This is where they get to the joke. One of, I can't remember what Bugs or one of Daffy, one of the animated characters, asks him, how did you get here? And he's, his response is, I'm friends with the producer. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, sorry. Yo, yo, easy on the trousers, Daffy. Easy, man. Pardon me. Uh, Mr. Murray, uh, something's really been bugging me. Yeah? Just how did you get here, anyway? Producer's a friend of mine. Just had a teamster come and drop me off. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's how it goes. Yeah, he actually was. Yeah, well, he actually yeah. was. Well, yeah, he, the producer did Ghostbusters. Right. I mean, did I say... I said right, man. Did yeah, right? you did. Okay. Yeah, okay. you got it right. Right. Yeah. No, that <laughs> you got it the right, question. man. Did Bill Murray do it as a favor to him? Or was it a favor to Bill Murray? I, I, <laughs> I think that he liked the idea of being in it, but yet it was it was both a nod to the commercials that he'd been in and the fact that he really was his friends with Reitman, and he wears a baseball cap in the film that has the logo of a minor league baseball team he was a part owner of. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah so before they win, Bill Murray shows up and he explains he's friends with the producer, but <laughs> right. otherwise has no other explanation how he got there. You just kind of figured it out, too. I, as a kid, I remember thinking that was supposed to be funny, but I didn't get it. Right. And it's not that what he says is funny. It's just that like, like Bill Murray's delivery is just kind of funny. Like, he's yeah. just kind of a funny guy. Like, he I, has that, like, deadpan. Yeah. My serious. second to last note about this film is Bill Murray is the best part of this movie. Oh, for so, sure. Right. <laughs> as a kid, I definitely did not think that. But now, for sure, 100%. Absolutely. So they win the tournament. Yeah. And or the single game. <laughs> the single game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Space DeVito's not happy. Make a scene. Oh, no, I'm not going to make a scene. I was just told, excuse me, that my horrible whore wife has tricked me into raising two bastards for 30 years, and I'm being asked to not make a scene. And then that's when Michael Jordan tells all the little aliens, he's like, hey, you guys are bigger than him now. Why do you listen to him? And then they put him in the rocket and shoot him off into space. Yeah. And it takes a whole game and all this for them to realize that. Or Michael Jordan couldn't have, couldn't have told them that like a while ago. Right. <laughs> they have to play the game and then he tells them like, yo, you could just not listen to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> just don't listen to this guy. Frank Reynolds. <laughs> this guy's a total scumbag you know he plays night crawlers with charlie right, right. charlie's high class people he's an expert in bird law yeah you know? all right so he's white trash okay right. it's a shanty town 
think that we're on television. Oh my god, this god, ends. We, we gotta got get all the this. way to the end, and we're still deviating. We, god. All right, focus. We're in the we're in the end game now. My my last <laughs> right, note Mr. about Strange. this movie is the fact that it's got a thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think okay. is generous, oh, and which absolutely. is why we can't keep talking about it consistently. Now wait, before <laughs> we finish, there's a couple more scenes. One in particular. Okay, go ahead. Too, which I thought was crazy, is they win the tournament. The the aliens send uh, Space DeVito off, and they realize they don't need him anymore. And then they go home. When they go home, they show up to the baseball game, and they show up in a spaceship. That's right. They <laughs> show up the in a baseball game. game. They like land on the field. An animated spaceship. An animated spaceship. And then Mike, the thing comes down. It's like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You know, yeah. the, the door comes <laughs> down. Except the music is R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mention that. Yeah. Yeah. And and they just land in the middle of the field in an animated spaceship and out comes Michael Jordan and um what's his name? Wayne Knight and they return and And they applause. And they and the crowd applause is like, no, no, there's a spaceship <laughs> that landed on the middle of the field. Well and they're just happy Jordan to see Wayne Knight, you yeah, know. And they were just happy like no one says anything no one's freaking the fuck out <laughs> that a spaceship landed on the middle of the baseball field no his wife's like oh there he is that's oh cool. there's my right. he's back spaceship that yes. explains everything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a really it was a really awkward scene that they landed this animated spaceship and that's how they brought michael jordan back i know and everyone just was happy and didn't care there was a spaceship there Right, it's like he just finished playing this aggressive basketball game against aliens. They want him to play nine innings worth of baseball now. <laughs> like, he's not getting any game time. Come on, just <laughs> leave him on the bench. Yeah, whatever. He's taking a nap. <laughs> so after he shows back up, they deliver the talent back to the affected NBA players, who fortunately are all together in the same gym. Clearly, yeah. They show up. They give him the basketball, and one of them says. Oh, it's like Star Trek because the basketball is glowing. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, are they in a gym or is that the scene where they're in the church? I think they give them the talent back in the gym because they start shooting. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. right. Yeah, he makes that reference to Star Trek, which I don't know if it's like a real reference. Is there an episode where they have well, I, I, It's like Star Wars. It's like the end of the Phantom Menace. Remember <laughs> where the uh, Gungan guy is holding up the ball at the very end? Oh, yeah, The yeah, shiny yeah. ball thing. That's right. It, the only problem is that the Phantom Menace came out like four years after. <laughs> yeah, Space Jam Space Jam this. did, but it's, you know, it premeditated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Star Trek. It's like a glowing ball. Like... <laughs> yeah, so they all, they all touch it and get their powers back, and then it shows them like doing a couple moves. Like, yeah, we got our powers back, and yeah. everything's back to normal. Their powers. Power. <laughs> <laughs> I can fly again. <laughs> yeah, one of them has claws. One of them can shoot beams out of his eyes. One of them's just like a beast man. Larry Bird as Cyclops just seems really funny to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bugs, Bugsy's got to be Wolverine because he's short, you know. So Charles Barkley is Colossus. Colossus, because <laughs> they touched his glowing uh, basketball. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh so they get God. their powers back and they form the ex-basketball men <laughs> and they fight the Harlem Globetrotters. 
They're not quite the X-Men. They might be X-Factor. Yeah. <laughs> They're Alpha Flight. There's some shitty knockoff. Ooh, Alpha Flight. <laughs> X-Force, yeah. they could be on Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gen 13, you're going to last six issues. <laughs> so, yeah, they get their uh, talents back. Yeah. <laughs> and they start shooting hoops, and they tell Michael Jordan, why don't you play basketball with us, man? <laughs> and then they make a couple jokes at his expense. So he doesn't play basketball anymore. He looks at him like, you motherfuckers have no idea. <laughs> and then yeah, he goes back in. Yep. I don't remember. When he comes back to the Bulls in the movie, does he have the number 45 or 23? Do you guys remember? Ooh. I don't remember that. You know, I think they may have put a 23 jersey on him for the sake of the movie. And mm. yeah, you're, I'd forgotten about that. But 23 was retired. He couldn't play with it anymore. So, yeah. I, I, think the, I think the last show of the movie hasn't been a 23 jersey, though. Interestingly, he came back with 45 and then did change it to 23. They, they and the team him. got fined for it because he changed uh, it like in the middle of the playoffs. Or but something. I thought the reason he hadn't started with it is because the NBA had retired the number and he couldn't use it anymore. I don't know if that's the case. Huh. I know that 45 was his baseball number and oh, he carried it over into the NBA. Right. And then LeBron plays with 23. She's yep. just like, uh, you know, can we maybe just let Jordan have that one? Maybe Speaking yeah. of LeBron, you know, he's going to be in the Space Jam sequel. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. The sequel. Isn't, that's probably going to come out, what, this year or soon, right? Probably 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. Right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Way to date ourselves. Yeah. yeah. For all we know, someone will be listening to this and Space Jam 5 will already be out. <laughs> Featuring Jaden Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Alan. Alan's it. favorite actor. If Jaden Smith starts getting work on because of you, I'm going to be so angry. Have you guys ever seen After Earth? (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't seen that one. Unfortunately, I sat through it once on HBO, and Mm. I regretted it immediately afterward. Actually, I regretted it all the way through it. What am I talking about? (laughs) I did not take till the end to start regretting it. (laughs) All right, so Space Jam. Uh, That was a pretty wild movie. (laughs) (laughs) That just made no sense, and... A lot of unexplained things. We got Bill Murray, Wayne yeah. Knight. Well, you know what? I did not enjoy rewatching Space Jam at all. I really didn't. Not even a little. But I am enjoying talking about it right now. Yeah. I feel pretty good. I think the upside to having to sit through it again was being able to talk about it, at least in chunks while we weren't talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I think my view is probably a little different because, like I said, I remember seeing parts of it and maybe the whole thing, but I basically saw it for the first time. Um when we watched it and I didn't like it, but it wasn't bad. I guess it was, especially for what? 1996. Well, on whatever rating scale you want, what are you going to give it? Uh, out of five stars, three, two and a half, two and a half, three, two and a half or three. Yeah. You got to pick one and you got to stick with it for the rest of your life. It can never change. Two and a half, two and a half forever locked in. (laughs) Two and a half out of five. I think, okay, we talked about this for one of the previous episodes, this concept, and be real quick about this, but I think, I think the whole, like, take it within the context of 1996 doesn't apply in this situation, because there were good movies coming out in 1996. It's not like 96 was, like, devoid of good film, you know what I mean? It's like, it was, it's okay, guys, it was a year or two after Jurassic Park. There was no context for what a good movie was like. You know, I so I I I like I think the truth is it was always a bad movie. It's just that it was aimed at kids. I'm gonna blast my argument. <laughs> you just roasted Sorry. me. 
Sorry, I'm say now. Fuck. Can I change like, my score? I give it a one. <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, that's like, I'm going to give it a one on the basis of the fact that it's a movie. No, you know what? But, you know what? I think. <laughs> I take it back. I'm going to give it a one and a half because Bill Murray's worth a half a star. So that is my permanent rating for Space Jam. That's one a very and, generous half star. Half it's only because it's Bill Murray. Bill, right? Bill Murray's worth half a star. Because anyone else would be one. <laughs> right? Even Wayne Knight isn't worth a whole half a star. Sure, he like. might have dragged it down a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say Space Jam is a one and a half, and the 38% rating on Rotten Tomatoes is too good for it. Well, Steve just roasted me, but. Uh, <laughs> Savage. Savage, yeah. I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. 1996 had good movies. Don't be swayed by him. What was a good movie in 1996? Well, I fortunately have just pulled up a list. Oh, you were looking. So there were no good movies in 1996. Don't worry, Alan. We just got (laughs) Train Spotting, Independence Day, The People vs. Larry Flint, The First Mission Impossible, Sling Blade, Jerry Maguire, Scream, James and the Giant Peach. Oh my god. Yeah, nothing. Fargo. Star Trek First Contact. Like 70% of those were nominated for Academy Awards. <laughs> nothing of note. <laughs> like, and I, the, I wouldn't worry about Alan. And the one Mission Impossible movie that was actually good. So. <laughs> the Rock. Right, The Rock. Hell, even The Rock's a substantially better movie. Dwayne The Rock Space Johnson. Jam. Right. Yeah, I mean, The Rock by himself standing in front of a camera for 90 minutes is a better movie than this. Like, Wow, I. I guess I'm very generous. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm generous too, I guess, because it's bad and it's it's hard to watch now. But I liked it as a kid. I could see how other kids would like it. Yeah. Um, there's a couple jokes that land. I'm gonna go with a 10 point IMDb style rating system, and I'll give it a uh, a 2.8. I could see movies worse for sure, but. This is probably the shittiest one we've done together so far. I mean, it's it's marginally less bad than Pluto Nash. I'll give it that. <laughs> what, Spider-Man Three was better. I'm I surprised think. you yeah. put this. You guys put this lower than Leprechaun. Yeah, Leprechaun, Leprechaun was. Yeah. Leprechaun's a good time. Pretty man. ridiculous, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, at least Leprechaun is sort of weirdly entertaining. Yeah, this so wasn't even that. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, look, I think I, look the context of someone in their 30s. You know, blah blah blah. If I were, if you'd asked me. Like twenty minutes after I'd walked out of the movie theater, I probably would have said, "Yeah, that was that was fun." But I was thirteen years old. Well, that's so. the whole point of the second one, right? It's going to be like the new generation, or it's LeBron and it's it's Granddaddy Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I believe this movie was the debut of what at the time was the newest version of the Jordan shoe as well. So I guess that makes it oh, sort man. of significant. Oh gosh, let's <laughs> think about it's going to be. What you said, 2019, 2020. How much product placement is oh, going to be in the God. new Space Jam? It's going to be twenty times worse. It's probably all those gigantic yeah. LCD screens on Figaro oh, and downtown LA are yeah. just gonna have because they're already slathered with LeBron ads. It's just gonna be all Space Jam too. Yeah, Lucky we were year, probably. downtown last weekend, and every uh, billboard and every like digital sign had LeBron on it, and it was just everything was LeBron. I, yeah. I I don't think Jesus Christ would get that much publicity. It's it like crazy. that for like, any city he plays for, right? <laughs> yeah. like, we're gonna base our economy off. One basketball player? Yeah, like that, like that video. <laughs> when he was in Cleveland, he's, yeah. he mentions that. He's like, that our economy is based on LeBron James. <laughs> well, what the hell does anyone go to Cleveland for otherwise? And I say that as someone who has family from Cleveland, so don't get mad at me. I earned it. <laughs> so defensive. You've been on the internet before, haven't you? <laughs> your yes. first go around. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> All right, so the, uh, we've rated it. We've talked about it. Any any Thanks, final Jim. thoughts from you guys? Anything you want to say? I, I genuinely hope I don't have to sit through that movie ever again. <laughs> <laughs> this movie makes me not want to see the second one. <laughs> I'll say that. Like I, I actually don't. I never wanted to, but after well, seeing now that this, we've done a podcast on it. We're gonna have to see it and talk about no, it. We are. Well, we have so many other movies we can get through. Yeah, that, that's low on like the list. Film. The. <laughs> Do we know who's directing the new one or like who's producing I don't it? know. Because that's that's a big factor. That, Hopefully that they bring back Ivan Reitman. He brings back <laughs> yeah. Bill Murray. I, you know, I really do hope. I mean, there's a uh, chance that could possibly happen. <laughs> I bet you they'll bring back. Uh, you know, that'd be good for it. I bet you they'll bring style. back. style. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Alan's favorite director, James Cameron. James <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> Would you go see it opening night if it was a James Cameron movie? Space Jam 2 by James, James Cameron? Cam- you yeah. know what? Out of pure curiosity, I think I'd be <laughs> obligated. I mean, yeah, I would have to. Who like, doesn't what? want to see how that would turn out? <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, can you imagine what kind of Space Jam Kubrick would have made? What an interesting film. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Michael Bay's Space Jam? No. Ridley no. Scott's present. No. In the Ma- bin. Michael Bay, no. <laughs> all right, enough directors of Space Jam. All, all right. right, Space Jam was awful. We all hated it, I guess. Let's close it up, guys. So anyone that listened, thank you for listening. We have an email address. So if you want to send us a suggestion or just an email or a complaint about uh, anything Alan said, <laughs> feel free to email us at bigdumbmovie at gmail.com. I may or may not read it in reply or read it on the air. So send us an email there if you have something you want to say. Especially if it's something about what Alan said. That was or, so offensive. Or something Steve said. I'm, you know, you may have invited quite a few letters about some of the things I've just said. but it's Or even something I've said. All right, guys. Everyone that listened, thanks for sitting through this. Thank you. All Good right. night. Or whatever it is right now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Chicken and collard greens.